Hey y'all, welcome back to the show. Today, you are going to get part two of an interview that I did with Shara Marie. If you missed the first part of the interview, go back and listen to the previous episode. This is an interview that I am doing inside of the Nurse Spotlight series. Shar uh, shares her entire story in the first part of this interview, which if you missed, go back and listen to. And so this part, we really dive into her business as far as coaching and some of the strategies that she uses inside of her coaching business to help specifically those who are struggling with mental health issues, particularly anxiety, PTSD, and those types of things. So in the end, she gives six strategies that will help you walk through how you can deal with some of these mental health issues that so many of us struggle with. So enjoy today's part two of the interview that I did with Shar Marie. Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. So I share that story because I really feel strongly that we have to destigmatize mental health and anxiety, depression, all the things, um, and talk about it and not be ashamed. I'm not shamed. I, back in the day, I was shamed. Um, it took me many years to get over that shame and realize that I can be an advocate. I can have a voice and because I am a very successful person and I have a great life, but that doesn't mean I haven't had my ups and downs through that journey. Um, and I continue to do so. So, you know, it took many years to find finally admit I needed fully help and ended up, you know, cause I fell into a pretty deep depression, um, all the way up until I probably got married when I finally decided my husband helped me make the decision that, you know, you really need some medicine. You really need to help manage your symptoms. And that's where I did. So, so from then on, oh, over the last 20 years, I mean, I've experienced anxiety and depression myself. I, I can say, you know, the PTSD symptoms, they did go away. You can overcome these things uh, with, with the right therapy. Again, as a coach, I will always say therapy and coaching are two different things. And sometimes you you need to first get the therapy and get stabilized. I'm not that. And I will always refer someone who needs that help back to them. You know, therapists really also focus more on the past and help you resolve some of those issues. They, they diagnose, they manage your symptoms. All that is very important because in order to work with me at that next step to move past and beyond and accomplishing goals, you really do have to be stable. So I always say I work with more of that person who is stabilized and uh, maybe the higher functioning and ready to go forward. But for most of us or a lot of us who suffer from anxiety and depression, it is a lifelong thing. It has its ups and downs and ebbs and flows and learning how to live with that, recognizing when you're going into that. So, um, 
you know, in addition to that, uh, throughout the years, um, two years ago, we had a, a life event in our own immediate family with one of my children. Um, that was a pretty traumatic event. It, it is. And it, it literally shook us to our core and changed us. Um, and that's another reason I just, this work is so passionate to me. Um, I just don't want I know that there's help for people. I don't want people to think that, you know, something horrible can, can happen in life and you, you're stuck there and can never move beyond it because you really, truly can. It, it, it can take time, but there's help for people out there. So, yeah, that's kind of my story. And that's, that's why I've entered into this particular arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how God kind of uses our journeys to be able to help people. And like you said, you were, you know, you had shame around it when you were younger, but now you advocate for it. And I really, truly feel like we walk through things and then we're able to share our story so we can help other people. And that's ultimately what you've done. And you've been able to build a business around that. So I think that there was purpose in everything. And, you know, as you look at those trials, you're using those trials to be able to help others. And that's what we're here for anyway, right? To serve and to make an impact. And so if we can do that, it's, it can look different for everybody, right? Like we're all, all authentically and uniquely individuals. We have our own life experiences and just being able to turn that around and be able to help others is just, I think it's so fulfilling, you know, and I think, you know, being a nurse inside of healthcare, I believe, and I truly believe that we all got into healthcare because we wanted to help people because we had a heart for making a difference. We had a heart for caring for people and it's unfortunate, but I feel like somewhere along the way, we just lose that. And whether that's just because, you know, all of the protocols inside of healthcare or just the checking the boxes or the continuous, just like, you know, you're working short staffed or, or whatever the case, like we lose that fulfillment that we once had when we got into the field of nursing. And so being able to take your life experience and be able to help others is just fulfilling in itself. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think you could have put it any better if I'm being honest. (laughs) So yeah, I I think there's something said to be said to it. I've realized is, um, you know, with your personal experiences too, it's people can relate. Like uh, it's so much, people want to be able to relate to you. They want you to feel that you understand where they're coming from and what they, it's different. And if I've read a book and um, I'm a therapist and I'm sitting in an office and um, you know, you're, I'm letting you just tell me all your things, but I've never personally experienced that. And I, when, as someone who has experienced the, the anxiety and depression myself, it, it would annoy me when people who have never experienced those things would be giving you advice. Uh, oh, just get over it. Oh, it can't be that bad. Oh, just go exercise or go do some meditation, things like that just really bug me. And so I feel like because I've experienced those things, I can relate and people will understand and feel that. And it just makes me, it's made me, I have no regrets. I wouldn't change a thing about my life. Everything that's happened has made me stronger. It's made me a better nurse, a more compassionate person, someone who can truly empathize with people. So um, again, I just think that sometimes we have to just flip flip the script. I say, think about mm-hmm. you can wallow in your negative, all these, I've had some horrible things happen in my life, but at the same time, yeah, I can get stuck there. And, and then if I'm being honest, when it first happens, of course you would 
a little bit, have a pity party and say, oh, what was me? Why did this happen to me? Oh my gosh, bad things always happen to me. But when you snap out of that and you really take control and you do, you, you know, these are choices we make, our thoughts are choices and how we are going to go forward is a choice. And I hope to help teach people that, that you don't have to get stuck in that mindset and that you can turn, you know, lemons into lemonade as in a sense. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I want to teach others to do that as well. Yeah. And I think it's so important to just coming out of COVID and, you know, we're a year and a half plus out of that. I think your expertise and your experience through helping people with mental health is just going to be so needed because I know so many nurses are just, I mean, there was burnout and all the things before COVID, right? And so now it's just nurses are let their tanks are empty. They're dealing with maybe anxiety, maybe depression, all of these mental health issues because of all of the added layers with COVID, you know, being the the tip of the iceberg. And so I think that there's a great need. Um, I personally know some nurses that have struggled with this and it's a lot and it's okay. Like you said, it's okay if you need help, right? Like it, it takes courage to say, okay, I may need to take a medication or I'm, I need to see a therapist or I need to invest in myself to get some coaching through this. And so, yeah, I think that, you know, where nurses are right now, I think that your services inside of mental health and focusing on mental health is greatly needed. So. Thank Thank you. you Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing. So I want to transition here. You have a ton of experience, right? You've been a nurse or inside of healthcare for 30 years. You've done healthcare administration, healthcare leadership roles. You've got your master's in administration, certified care manager. You've been a SANE nurse. Um, You're even trained in motivational interviewing and cognitive behavioral coaching techniques, which I feel like you should be like (laughs) coaching me on some of that as I interview you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did you, did you, like when you started your business, did you face any limiting beliefs when you decided to step into the entrepreneurial space to start your own business? I thought about that question and, you know, honestly, I think we all have a little bit of fear, but in my life, I've always said, you know, yup, sometimes fear is going to pop up and, and what is it a fear of? It's failing, right? People don't, nobody wants to fail, but it is my mantra. And I teach all of my own employees this. I'm like, we are going to fail, but we're going to fail forward. I love that saying it's like, yup, the only, sometimes the way you learn is by trying something it didn't work out. That's okay. You learn from your mistakes, you, ch- you change and you move forward. So I think in my life, how I get over fear is I always say, I'd rather try something and fail than have the regret that I've never tried it at all. And that is what I want to teach people is like, what's, I don't know. It's just, what's the worst thing that can happen? You fail. Okay. But what if you didn't try it at all? I do not want to be laying on my deathbed saying to myself, oh, what if I had tried that? What if I had, maybe I could have been a success. And then I do a lot of, I'll be honest, I've done a lot of work on myself and um, coaching myself and my own thoughts and my own limiting beliefs. And sometimes I think through my career, I always say, never let them see you sweat. Fake it till you make it. And sometimes you do, you just have to kind of do it. Cause then as you do that, you start believing yourself, you start believing in yourself because it might feel super scary. And you might be like, oh, I feel like an imposter. But then the more you do it, the more confident you're like, no, I'm doing this. I got this. I'm learning. I'm growing. I got this. And then, then the confidence truly does come and you're able to keep moving forward. 
So I think for a lot of people, I guess fear is, is the main thing that holds a lot of people back. And um, I would just encourage anybody just to, you know, don't let fear stop you. Feel it, know it's there, recognize it, and still go push through it anyway and move forward. Yeah. And, and going back to what we were talking about earlier is just being honest. Is it, are you scared of failure or are you just, you're not confident you you've never done it before. Do you feel incapable? Like what are those feelings and, and really getting honest with yourself and then saying, okay, commit to starting and showing up. And as you go, as you do, that's when the confidence comes. And that's when you build that, that muscle that allows you to show up in a way that you've kind of bust through that fear barrier. It's like, okay, no, like I can do this. I've got it. So yeah, I love that you bring that up because when I think about as nurses, I think we, we have a lot of these traits and these characteristics that, um, like I mentioned earlier, help us to step into this space of being an entrepreneur. But then I also feel like if you have not invested in yourself and worked on your mindset, that's what holds you back ultimately is that mindset of whether they're limiting beliefs of I could never do that, or there's somebody else out there that's already doing that. And so those limiting beliefs ultimately propose a challenge, which I know you, you know, you help people work through on that, that aspect as well. But, but yeah, as, as, nurses, I think investing in yourself for sure. I mean, you can never go wrong with investing in yourself, right? It's like, it's worth the investment hands down. You'll never regret investing in yourself, especially your mindset. And as you grow your mindset, I think that positions you to push past that fear, to, to be courageous, to show up, to try new things. And ultimately we've been placed on this earth for a purpose and we have one life. And Mm -hmm. so, like you mentioned, laying on your deathbed and regretting that you didn't start the business or do the thing. It's like, you don't want to have those regrets. So it's like, you have one life to live. So why not? Why wouldn't you? I agree. And I love what you're saying about investing in yourself. That's one thing that I think we um, often don't do. We'll look, look at it uh, in coaching and is one of those things that a lot of people are like, oh, that sounds awesome. I'd love to do it. And then they don't want to pay for it. And I think mm-hmm. what's interesting about that is like, what better thing to invest in is your mind because it can change so much and help you pro- progress so far in so many ways you know, we'll pay for so many, uh, and really it's, what are your priorities in life? And people have to make yeah. those decisions for themselves. I'm not judging. So, you know, but you know, some of us, you know, you invest in, um, trips or you invest in cars or material things, but I, myself am one I've invested a lot in myself through my coaching, but also, uh, education, which I, I know for you, you have talked to, um, one of the things I had to get over is I have a lot of education. I am that person who I love to learn. I have all the degrees. I have all the certifications. <laughs> and when I went to do my coaching business, I'm not going to lie. I'm still, I am getting certified to be a health coach because that's just how my brain works. I have to have that proof, that piece of paper to prove that I have that expertise and knowledge. But the more I'm doing this, I'm like, I don't need it. I've been doing this for so long. I have, and I have to be confident in myself and know I have that knowledge. I have been doing this. I am a content expert, (laughs) you know, but it's kind of funny how we never really believe that. And I, for some reason, feel that need to get that certification and have that. But um, most people do not care. They just care that you can get them results. And it's just something I think that was instilled in me when I went to college. Uh, When I went for my bachelor's degree, I had all these fancy professors with PhDs and 
and their agenda, they very much put into all of our brains. You guys will all keep going. You will all get master's degrees. You will all get, and that was, and so that that's, I think where some of that comes from and in nursing in general, they always, they, how many of them keep saying, get this certification, get that. But what I've really learned is I do enjoy, and don't get me wrong. I love to learn. And, and the knowledge is fantastic, but do you need an extra piece of paper? No. Do you need more initials? Probably not. <laughs> so yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I want to talk about if you can share with some of my listeners, um, some strategies that you've used in your own life, as we talked about, you know, you've walked through dealing with these mental health issues yourself, and now you're helping others with dealing with their issues as well. So can you share with us maybe some strategies that you've used in your own life and that you've helped others use to move beyond these mental blocks that a lot of times keep us stuck? Yeah, absolutely. I think the very number one thing to start off with is becoming curious and aware. I think most people where they get hung up is they're not even aware of their own thoughts or what they're thinking about themselves or the negative attitudes or or limiting beliefs or things that they were taught at a young age. And so this is just in their mind, it's a fact. And what, what I try to do as a coach is like, you know, listen to them, hear their story and then reflect back to them so that they can hear themselves. Sometimes you don't even hear your own Mm -hmm. You're thinking about people. And I try to um, teach people to be the watcher, um, look at yourself and wa- watch those thoughts. And, and then asking yourself those questions, are these true? I, I, is there fact in this? Am I telling myself a story? And, and is this a useful thought? Because even if something is a fact, there's facts that some bad things have happened. How do I want to choose to um, go forward and think about these things? I think number two is empathy and forgiveness of yourself. I think we're super hard on ourselves, you know, particularly as women, you know, you think you got to do things and do them all right and perfectly. But I try to teach people, number one, to give themselves some forgiveness. And I always turn it around and say, you know, if, if your best friend was coming to you with this story or whatever you're telling me, how would you treat them? What would you be? And usually they say, yeah, I'd be, be empathetic toward them or compassionate. I'm like, great. Now you need to do that for yourself. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. And then, you know, I think a a third strategy is really uh, asking, asking some powerful questions, asking some deep questions, uh, examining your thoughts, your feelings and your actions. And I would say one of my favorite tools is I use, and it's actually comes out of my management side more uh, as a quality, a, a quality tool. It's called the five whys, but it is wonderful for this work. Cause sometimes you think, you know, why you want to do something or why you are doing something, but really like digging deep. And I tell you to go deep. You're going to ask yourself why five times and people yes. will get annoyed at first. And after the second why they're like, well, I don't know. No, you know, let's talk about, it. let's dig. And then by the time we get to the end, it's like, it, it can blow your mind. And, and this works well. I use this one all the time on myself. I think again, number four, it's getting out of the past and stop living in the past. We have to start really being present. You cannot change the past, but you can, you know, work on how you think about the past and, and creating how you want to go forward. Your past does not dictate your future. Mm-hmm. And you really, I really need to teach people that you have a choice. Life is about choice. And some people feel like they don't have that choice. And I have to teach them that they have power and giving them their power back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, as a coach, always things, you got to have a goal. You got to have a, you got to create a plan. So sometimes people will want to do something, but they don't really have a, they're not sure how to get there. You really do. I help them with a smart goal and, you know, getting specific and measuring it and, 
finding an action plan and making sure it's something that's realistic. You know, don't come to me and say, I want to lose hundred pounds in three weeks. Well, that's not, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get real. I will say I am a really, I am a really real person. I am not a Pollyanna thinker, but I'm also not a negative Nilly. And I really want to show people that middle ground and, and let's get real about your goals and, and actual, what can we do to accomplish these? And then finally, just being an accountability partner. A lot of people don't have accountability. And sometimes that means I'm going to call you out and you may not want to hear it. And, but that's what you need. Usually that's the times when the breakthroughs happen is like when someone calls you out and are like, well, you told me you wanted to do this, but you're not doing it. How come? And then they give you a bunch of excuses. But then again, by asking more questions, you know, they can really examine those excuses and work through that. Um, I tell people I'm here to believe in you before you believe in yourself. And that's what a coach should be. Uh, I, I can see your potential. I know you can't yet, but I'm going to teach you how, and and we're going to get you there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. I want to recap. I was taking some notes as you were going through those strategies. So number one, you said, just be aware, be aware. (laughs) Number two is have empathy. And when you were, when you were talking through this, the word grace came up for me, give yourself grace and just know that you're trying, you're showing up, you're brave, you are doing something new, you're, you know, whatever that is that you're working through, um, you are being intentional with it and just give yourself some grace. Cause I think that, you know, we're so hard on ourselves and, you know, we're, we're our own worst critics and, and all the things, but you have really got to reflect. And I think just, you know, give yourself that grace. I think that's super important. Uh, number three, you said, ask the hard questions. And I love that you gave the tangible of the five why. So it's like going five levels deep, right? So like you're saying, okay, I, this is my goal. I want to do this. And then it's like, okay, why? And then as you dig deeper, it's like, I think a lot of times you have aha moments and it's, I want say, we'll use the example of, I want to lose weight. And it's like, okay, well, why do you want to lose the weight? Well, I want to be X amount of pounds, or I want to fit in these size jeans. And it's like, okay, well, why do you want to fit in those size jeans? Well, I want to fit in those jeans because I'll feel comfortable in my skin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why do you want to feel comfortable in your skin? Well, because I want to feel sexier. I want to feel like, you know, I want to be more intimate with my husband or whatever. Why do you want that? Well, and it comes down to maybe your relationship that you have with your husband. And so like, here you are, you want to, your goal is to lose this weight, but your real, your real reason why is that five layers deep is that you are craving more intimacy with your husband. Right. And so it's like digging through that and like just getting to the root. And then when you can focus on your why, then when things get hard, you can still push through because if you look at, I want to lose weight and then you're at the holiday Christmas party and there's cookies out on the table or want to overindulge in, you know, adult beverages or whatever it is, you think, okay, well, my, what is your why? Like you, you really are craving this, this relationship with your spouse. And so when you can focus on not just, oh, I want to lose weight to really something deep that's meaningful for you that's when you really stick to it. So I think that that was great that you shared that. And then number four is your past doesn't define you and it doesn't. And so many people I think get stuck here because they, they've walked through hard things or they've experienced trauma or they, you know, they, they're struggling with getting past that. But in reality is your past 
doesn't define you. And like I had mentioned earlier, I feel like, you know, we've all been placed on this earth for a specific purpose and we all walk through things for a reason. And so you have got to turn that around and use that for good instead of getting stuck and letting it define you and letting it consume you. You've got to get over that and ultimately turn it around like you have and use it to help others get through their struggles. Uh, Number five, you said was create a plan. And so this is huge. Like I did in that bonus episode that I was referring to earlier, one of the steps was create a plan. And so what does that look like for you? Specifically, I was talking about creating a learning plan. And so like you can say you want to do something, but until you map out the plan and like actually put it on your calendar, if you want to leave your job, if you want to quit your job, if you want to start your business, if you want to lose the weight, if you want to do whatever, you've got to have a plan. And then you got to work the plan. You can't just say you want something and then not do it. It's like for me, we are on this journey of getting out of debt. And so I worked the Dave Ramsey plan and we've been working the plan. And it's like, yes, I have said for years that I wanted to get out of debt, but I never had a plan. I consolidated the credit cards and then it was like, oh, well, you know, they were still there the next year. And it's like, unless you have a plan and you actually work the plan, then it's not going to work. So you have to get really intentional and be strategic with creating a plan. And then you said, Number six was accountability. And something that came up here was, you know, you got to be willing to accept some tough love. Mm -hmm. And when I think you have someone in your life that can do that for you, instead of just pamper you and fluff you and tell you what you want to hear, I think that's when you're able to get over yourself. (laughs) You know, a lot of the times it's like, oh, well, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. And um, it allows you to just to move and progress forward and do that self-reflection that is so often needed um, in, in life, really. I mean, in, in anything, in your relationships and your business and your, your career, you've got to do that self-reflection. So yeah, thank you for sharing those with us. I think those are some great tangible takeaways that people can, can use um, to, to kind of get themselves beyond those mental blocks, beyond those limiting beliefs um, that are keeping them stuck. So I want to wrap up here and I want to end with the last question. And I want to know what your long-term goal is for your coaching business. And I know this can be a little bit vulnerable, but... <laughs> I mean, long-term goal. I, yeah, I want to grow it. I want to, I want to go big. I, I, I do have a big dream with this and I, I mean, I'm in year one here, so I have a long way, but you know, I would love to be, uh, in five years, be able to do this full time and, um, you know, be financially independent and have everything rolling along. I have a vision, you know, right now I'm starting off with the one-on-one coaching, but I do have already huge ideas for going forward. I think this is a great space to do group coaching for uh, accountability groups and people uh, learning from one another. And then even just some digital courses that can help people on specific areas. For example, you know, I call it numbing um, when people, uh, you know, rather than dealing with their problems, they do numbing. And so we could get real deep into why do we overdrink? Why do we overeat? Why do we overshop? Why do we overwork? And I, so that's an area I specifically would be interested in, but there's so many areas, honestly, I could do uh, lots of things around just, you know, helping people with managing anxiety is a, 
as I've done my research, anxiety, 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 that is the number one thing that comes up and people just not knowing and, and finding like really real things that kind of help them and, and strategies that are effective and not just, I think as myself, one of the biggest annoyances I get is when someone tells me to meditate. Well, that's a very difficult thing when someone has a racing mind and to slow it down and just to tell people to meditate. So I have lots and lots of um, coping mechanisms and strategies that I share with my clients that are beyond not, and oh, please don't, some people it's great and meditation can be wonderful. So I don't mean to take away from it, but um, you know, yeah, there's so much more and so many more ideas. If that doesn't work for you, there's so many things out there that can't work. So, so yeah, long-term, you know, I'd love to be independently doing this. And, um, and then I love, you know, being your own boss and the fact that you can kind of work from your own home office and from home, it gives you so much more flexibility in your life, which is exciting. My, my kids are getting older. So this is a great time in my life for me to focus on this business. My youngest is 14 and my oldest is 19. So I've only got about three or four more years here before everybody's, you know, in college and out of the, out of the house. So this is wonderful for me. It gives me an opportunity to focus on what I want to do and my business and growing this and really putting my all into it, which I'm very excited about. Yay. I'm so excited for you. I think it's, it's awesome for you to be in the position that you are to be able to share your expertise. And as you're focusing on being an empty nester soon, this gives you something to, you know, to help you just kind of, I don't know, just gives you something for you. And so, you know, as you kind of transition into that new season of life, right? Like you were, when they were little, you were able to, you know, work through taking a year off. And so now as you're transitioning into a new season of then leaving the house and being an empty nester, this gives you a great focus and it gives you something for yourself um, that you're able to, to grow. And what I ultimately love is that you're, you're helping others. So that's awesome. I know you have a freebie and I'm going to post the link in my show notes. If you could share with my listeners what your freebie is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my freebie is called, it's called overcoming your anxious thoughts worksheet. And this is really, uh, it's a self coaching tool that I've created to kind of give you guys a, a taste of what it would be like if you worked with me specifically pick something that you're anxious about. And then I work you through a process on how you can evaluate that and restructure it and try to change your, your belief, or at least become aware of your beliefs. Um, so this is a tool that I like to get out to people to start thinking differently about things. So awesome. Awesome. If you could also share with my listeners, um, where they can find you. Yes. Great. Um, I am at Char Marie coaching. So it's Char with a C C H A R M A R I E coaching.com. That is my website. I am on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram and it's at charmariecoaching.com. So that is where you guys can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on Char. I loved our conversation we had today. Thank you. Um, what you're doing is wonderful. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you so much. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. 
If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.